Welcome to the Healthpreneur Podcast. My name is Uriel Kame, New York Times bestselling author, former professional athlete, and founder of Healthpreneur, the world's leading company helping health and fitness experts start and scale high-end coaching businesses. If you want to attract more clients, learn how to convert them without feeling salesy, and deliver an amazing program for them on the back end, if you want to be inspired by what others just like you have gone through and how you can do the same no matter what life goes your way, then you are in the right place. Because every single week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're gonna be bringing you the best to help you take your knowledge and expertise to the next level with your health or fitness coaching business. And if you enjoy what you see and hear and would like to take your business to the next level, then I invite you to check out our free online training over at healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash training. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, what's going on? Yuri here, and I'm gonna just make sure my mic is good here. Got a bit of an echo in this uh, little studio. Whatever. Today we're talking about the cardinal sin of advertising. And just as a reminder, if you are not able to acquire your own clients through paid advertising, uh, your business is gonna have a big challenge growing, and I promise you that. I mean, if you've listened to any of my trainings, if you watch our Seven Figure Health Business Blueprint webinar, if you have had any conversations or been in, a, in our space for any amount of time, you'll know that I'm a big proponent of content marketing, but not for the not in the early stages of your business. And by early stages, I mean you shouldn't be doing any of that nonsense until you're at least at six figures. And the reason for that is because, well, in 2019, you just can't grow organically. It's just not going to happen. Okay, so please don't try. It's it's not going to happen, okay? And I'm not going to re repeat this. Um, there's probably a bunch of other episodes that talk about this. So I do want to talk about, let's say you're running Facebook ads, okay? So I'm going to talk about Facebook because Facebook is probably the simplest platform to get running on. And this applies to any platform. This could be magazines. This could be Google ads. This could be anything. Here is why a lot of people, I'm going to, so I'm going to share why many people have a negative connotation about running ads. Number one is we tend to be poo-poo on things we don't understand, right? Or we're poo-poo on things that we're not good at. So we think that Facebook advertising doesn't work because we don't know how to do it. Or we, you know, spent 50 bucks once and we lost it. Oh my God, Facebook advertising is a scam. No, you just don't know what you're doing, all right? Listen, I've spent, I don't even know, probably, probably millions of dollars at this point on Facebook ads over the past however long I've been in business. And a lot of that was spent learning, right? Making mistakes, testing things, and, and seeing you know, what works and what doesn't. And you know, I'm not saying jump into spending money on Facebook without knowing what you're doing because that is a very dumb move. But once you have a very good understanding of the right guidance, then it makes all the sense in the world. So over, you know, again, I've been online since 2006. Part of this journey, a big piece of this journey has really been understanding direct response, which is putting a message in front of people that they directly respond to and you can measure that response, uh, which is the complete opposite of brand advertising. Branding being you put up a billboard on the side of the highway and you don't even know if it's working. Right? You spend $5,000 for a week and maybe it worked. I don't know. Direct response is you put in $100 to Facebook ads and you can directly measure and attribute whatever results or lack of results to that. And that's where we have to live. Because Facebook, as I've mentioned before, has all the clients you could ever want for the rest of your life. 
And now you just have to have a bartering agreement with Facebook that says, hey, Facebook, I'm going to give you a certain amount of money every day. And Facebook is like, cool, with that amount of money, I can show your message to this many people. Is that cool with you? And you're like, yeah, cool, awesome. And then you get some data over the next couple of days. And you're like, you know what, Facebook, things are looking good. I'm going to give you some more money. And Facebook is like, cool, I'm going to show your messenger ad to more people. Sound good? And eventually you get to the point where you're like, you know what, Facebook, um, please take my credit card and spend as much money as you possibly can because you know your numbers now. And Facebook is like, great, well, with all that money that we can spend, we're going to show this to as many people as we possibly can who fit the criteria you're looking to get in front of. Okay, and that's at a nutshell how it works. But here's the problem, is that, and I, I, don't, I don't know if it was David Ogilvy who said this or you know another one of the, the greats in terms of copywriting and advertising, but it's the cardinal sin, okay? The cardinal sin is making your advertising look like advertising. And what that means is you want to make your advertising look like content and your content look like advertising. Let me give you a bit of context with respect to Facebook. When you see an image on Facebook, usually now, even on Instagram, because Instagram is owned by Facebook, so just in case you're wondering if you're going to do Instagram advertising, it's the same platform. Like you do it all within your Facebook ads manager. Okay, so there's no like different platforms. It's owned by Facebook. So every third or fourth post now is a sponsored post, which is an ad. And if you look at an image and that image looks like an ad, if like it screams, I'm selling you something, what are you going to do? Are you going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe it. It's an ad. I can't wait to click on this or watch this. No, you're going to keep scrolling, right? I'm like, eh, keep it going. So the name of the game with social advertising, and actually certain us, all, to be honest, all advertising is social. Let's just be honest about that. Whether you're on Google or Facebook or, or uh, even a billboard, it doesn't matter. The goal, and we have the saying, which is blend in to stand out. So a good ad doesn't look like an ad. It looks like something you would normally post on your Facebook profile or on your Instagram feed. right? If you have an ad image that is an image of your products with an arrow that says click the button below for 20% off or something along those lines, that is the opposite of what I'm talking about. Like that is very blatantly an image that looks like an ad, right? Those types of images might work, but they don't work as well because everyone, it screams, I'm about to be sold something. So your advertising, especially, and I'm talking specifically about the imagery here, okay? So not too, we're not gonna talk about the copy. Your images should, think about this. You're about to post an ad, right? You're about to put an ad up on Facebook. You're gonna, you're gonna hit publish. Before you do that, I want you to ask yourself one question. The ad I'm about to use, the image I'm about to use, is this an image I would natively post on my own profile or on my own Instagram feed? Now, if the answer to that is no, I would have you revisit that image. Now, I'm not saying you can't use stock images because I do believe stock images in some cases can perform well, but I can promise you one of the best images that we've used of all time, both in Healthpreneur and in my health and fitness business, is an image of me and my family on the beach in Punta Cana. So how can the same image in two completely different markets work really well. Well, the reason it works well is because, number one, it is extremely native. It is 
a family picture. I mean, it's, it's it doesn't scream ad in the slightest. There's beautiful colors. It's captivating, and it paints the picture that my client wants to achieve, which could be many things: freedom, happiness, family, vacation, all that stuff. And the cool thing is that on the health and fitness side, it speaks to that, and even on the business side, it speaks to that, right? And that's why the image doesn't have to be exactly correlated precisely with your offer, right? So if you're talking about, you know, if your core offer is helping people lose weight, your image doesn't have to be about losing weight. It doesn't have to be a, a one of those stock images where, you know, like the lady is holding the tape measure around her waist with an apple in her hand, like those phony stock images. Don't use that stuff, right? Use an image of you eating a gelato walking down the street. Something you would just like, you happen to be at the street festival, you took a really nice picture of yourself or whatever, or your friend took a picture of you, and you're like, man, that's cool. That's a cool picture. Why would that work? Well, number one, it's, it's, um, it's a native image, meaning it's native to what we would normally post on a social platform. And second, it might imply that you can have your cake and eat it too, if you know what I'm saying. Right? So the imagery of your ads, there's a lot going on there, right? The image of the ad should imply the desired emotion of what your clients want. Now, in some cases, the image might portray what they don't want or what they're currently experiencing. So if you've got, you know, if you're dealing with people with back pain, right? Sometimes it's worth testing an image where someone is like, you know, those stock images where the person's holding their back and it's like, it's you got this like red zone on their spine. That is worth testing because that person who's dealing with that sees that image and they're like, man, that is me. So it's not as native as posting a family pic from Punta Cana, but this is one of those things where you just have to test. But the most important thing you have to remember is that your advertising needs to look like content. And that means, at least from an image perspective, it needs to look like a normal picture you would normally post on your profile. I promise you this, we've tested, I mean, so many different things. And I was actually speaking to um, speaking to someone about LinkedIn ads, and I was asking this question. I'm like, you know, a lot of the stuff I see on LinkedIn is very professional. You know, it's very much like commercial, and uh, because it's very business to business. And I asked him, I'm like, do you feel in your experience? So he runs an agency that runs LinkedIn ads. How does how does that perform on LinkedIn versus something along the lines of what I'm talking about in terms of like more of the the personality, more personable types of native images? And he said, honestly, there's a huge opportunity for that because now on LinkedIn, everything is so polished and it's become so glossy that when you start using those native images, those more natural images, it stands out and it speaks to people because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you're on LinkedIn or Facebook, you're speaking to people. It's human to human, not business to business. It's human to human. So that's the message I want to share with you today is make your advertising look like content. It needs, to, it needs to fly under the radar because if the first thing that happens when someone sees your thing in the newsfeed is alarm bells that this is an ad, you're not going to get anywhere with that. All right. Now, listen, if you need help with acquiring clients by using advertising, um, and hopefully you don't get scared by that because, listen, you know, we've had, as of this recording, 100 and what is it now? Almost 120 weeks in a row of positive ROI on our Facebook ads. 120 weeks in a row, that's more than two years and a little bit 
consistently, not like not even a single week have we dropped in terms of ROI. We, we spent a dollar made two, we spent a dollar made ten, exactly, you know, that, 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 that type of thing. If you need help getting more clients, if you need help learning how to do this profitably, then I want you to reach out. And here's the caveat before you do that. Number one, you have to be a health expert or a health, you know, fitness expert, health expert. You have to have expertise that can make a difference in people's lives. You have to have an existing business. If you just got certified last weekend and you've got no experience working with people, there's not much we can do for you. There's just too many obstacles that are that are just going to happen. Um, it's just too much in terms of trying to overcome that. Um, and number three, you have to have courage. You have to have courage to try something you're not currently doing because if you're if what you're currently doing is working, then by all means, keep doing it. But if it's not working, you have to have the courage to try something new that is proven to work, even though you've never done it or made it work yourself. You just need the right coaching, the right guidance to make it happen. So if you meet those three criteria, then I want you to go to workwithyuri.com right now, answer a few questions on the page, and then I want you to book in a time to speak with us. On the call, we call it a result accelerator call. It's all about you. It's Listen, it's not about us selling you anything. It's about figuring out, number one, where you are, where you want to go, why what you're doing right now isn't working, and then putting together a game plan for your situation. And we'll look at, you know, yeah, does Facebook advertising have a play in your business? And if it does, great. And if you're interested in having us help you deploy this game plan so you can get faster results, better quality care, and more certainty, then we can talk about what that might look like. And if not, hey, that's totally cool. At least you'll leave with a decent game plan and more clarity. Cool. So if you like that, and if you want to make your business really go from where it is to where you want it to be in 2020, listen, don't don't wait. Start now. 2020 is just around the corner. We're only a couple of weeks away. And the early bird gets the worm. That's the way I like to see it. And the universe rewards speed. So if you're ready, go to workwithyuri.com and book on a call with us today. All right, guys, hope you have an amazing one. Hope this makes sense, and I'll see you soon. Hey, thanks so much for joining us on this episode of the Health Printer Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, here's what I'd like you to do right now. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the Health Printer Podcast on iTunes, and while you're there, leave us a rating or review. It helps us get in front of more people and change more lives. And if you're ready to start or scale your health or fitness coaching business and want to start getting in front of more people, working with them at a higher level without trading time for money, then I invite you to check out our free seven-figure health business blueprint training, totally free right now. And you can do so at healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash training. For now, thank you so much for joining us. Continue to be great, do great. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.